You are joking. He's given a penalty. For what? To, to the keeper. Is this ref delusion? This referee is uh, really wanting to be the star of a show, isn't he? I don't get it. Get ready to go, Liz. Gary, case you get to save. my lad to Leeds. We should start by talking about the man of the match, you would say, the... The, the star of the show. The star of the show, the main guy who did it all, the referee. What are your thoughts on it, Dad? Uh, I, I thought he was uh, fair. I uh, thought he was probably the best referee performance I've seen from an official for a lot. Did I? Why? He was terrible. He was the worst. My God. I mean, what? I mean, it was... If he's not from Manchester, I don't know where, where from, because he did not want Leeds... I think what happened today, which... With that referee, that summed up the whole performance to me happened in the first half when it was Alioski running towards the east stand and Alioski tripped over. The the Brentford player didn't touch him and he gave a free kick. He didn't even touch him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's referee's a joker. What? Referee's a joker. That today was exactly what that referee's performance was all about, was nonsense decisions. And it certainly felt like that those nonsense decisions he wanted to distribute to Leeds more than anything. And, you know, that's before we've even got on to the penalty shout. From what we saw, we didn't really see it, but we've just been, well, we've been told that apparently what happened was Bailey Peacock Farrell was going in for the ball, but then the ball went off uh, to the side of Bailey Peacock. And, um, and then instead of um, the Brentford player jumping over Bailey, he just went into him so he could easily get the penalty, which I thought was like a bit of an unfair play there. Like, I mean, he was obviously doing it. He wanted the penalty. But yeah, the, the, I mean, there's, there's people... Because my eyes followed the ball. So I never actually saw. Do you know you just have this sixth sense when an incident happens, when something happens on the pitch that is a foul or out of order? I didn't have that at all. And, you know, I was just thought, what a great clearance by, I think it was Ailing got the ball off the line, didn't he, from the shot. I was thinking, great defending, let's go. And, you know, because of everything that happened beforehand with with the referee, I just... I mean, it just seemed like another ridiculous decision. He was bad, yeah, we get that. Uh, but I think we should move on to more of the positive things. Maybe like, well, how did Pontus Janssen play today? What are your thoughts on it? 
did you see when Pontus scored the equaliser what he did? I mean, he started screaming, yes, yes, waving his arm about going, yes, yes, over and over again towards the referee. So this wasn't just a Leeds fans thing. Obviously, the players on the pitch were really feeling it as well. And what you sometimes can get, you can get a distorted fans view of things. But obviously, the Leeds players were feeling what is going on here. You know, it, it felt so unjust and, you know, after that goal, we were singing 1-0 to the referee. And I think that it crystallises that game completely. And, you know, we're all told, oh, don't, don't be nasty to the referee. We're hearing reports that Pontus has, has gone on in his post-match interview to say, um, you know, he feels yeah. robbed. And I think he said a naughty word on it yeah, as did. well. he did. He uh, did. I think his exact words was, to be honest, I don't give a... S word yeah. about about it and the and the interview said uh, could you watch your language please and he said no 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 I don't care um, I felt like I've been robbed uh, that that's what he said but like I mean we we all felt like we've yeah. been robbed yeah referee it, it was poor I mean that Alioski decision there I mean that was just I think that just summed up yeah, really just just clueless of what he was doing. I mean, you could probably, you could probably. No, no, put, I'll tell you like, what I think it is. I'll tell you what I think that was, and I've I've seen other referees say that referees do think this. This this actually is a thing where they know they're on the TV, and they either subconsciously or pre-planned to be on the TV more. And and you know that is not a made-up. Oh, I'm a bit a Leeds fan. I mean, I probably am a bit a Leeds fan, but that is not what's fueling this decision because I think I even mentioned it during the game to you. You can say, this referee is actually, because of the inconsistency of the decisions, i.e. The, um, the foul that got a yellow card for the, um, on Clark when he came on. Yeah, absolutely, got that right. Now, the foul... That was it, uh, Tyler, who got fouled just outside the box. Might it was Saez and Tyler. Yeah. Was, uh, that was worse, and he didn't get a yellow card there. Yeah. You know, but he's blowing, and he's he blew for you know what gets you the most TV time for a referee a penalty. You know, these are actual things which you know these referees are meant to get rated. I hope that he does get a poor rating. That's one of the darkest things about football. Is is when referees make decisions on turn games, and you you can't you have to pay for it. And it really felt like that from Leeds. In fact, that was going to happen to Leeds today, didn't it? Felt like we we're going to get done one nil. Brentford were excellent. Yeah, I thought Brentford team. were awesome today, and that was a really good game of football to watch. Actually, wasn't yeah. it? Back to Pontus. Um, I don't I don't think he did get man of the match. I don't think Well I don't know how not. He was awesome wasn't he I would give him a 10 Out of 10 For his performance yeah. today he, he did amazing yeah! Come on, boys! Let's get a winner!
I think maybe we should uh, go to Jack Clark today. Yeah, I mean, what did we think well, of him? I, I loved that I got to see him. I buzzed when it, when I saw he was coming on because he heard so much about him. Did you think? Oh, wait, he's taller yeah, than yeah. I thought. <laughs> he's like six that, was the, that was the first thing I thought when I saw him. But he has got. Um, a classic football posture technique of a of a I've, I thought a winger to be quite honest and um, I, I just thought he looked exciting uh, we just mentioned it that first touch he got you pulled in that guy to get a yellow card I thought he controlled the ball well with his first touch every time bar possibly one moment uh, but I thought it was a difficult ball where he didn't know whether to header it or, or control with his knee and he got kind of caught in between um, he looks exciting. I, w- I was really pleased to see him on. And, you know, in all fairness, he was part of that Leeds uh, moment in time that we got the equaliser back. You know, he was he played a part in that. that was, it was great to see him. What about you? He did play great. I'd love to see him play more like a regular on the bench, maybe, and a regular on and off, kind of like Lewis Baker, who comes on every game. But, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, his first touches were amazing and everything. Like, I mean, he did all in all it was a great performance by him is it just me or all these Leeds Leeds kids that we've got coming through all kind of got the same hairstyles yeah they do they do there must be the like Jamie Shackleton has like a big mop and it's like combed over he's like got a blow dry version of what Clark had uh, and Edmondson have got and Pierce, and Pierce has got yeah. like fringe <laughs> yeah. and stuff I know but they all look it's almost like emo-y I would yeah. call it an emo haircut. It must be the fashion in Leeds at the moment for that age group. I think maybe next season we should, or maybe January, we should maybe like put him out on loan somewhere. Really? I would let, need him. Let him, let, him, let him have like a little bit of experience, yeah? Then when he comes back, he'll probably be really good, yeah? So I think maybe just let him get some game time somewhere else, make him get better, kind of like Ekiban. In a way, yeah, you yeah. could do an Ekiban with him, get him out, get him some playing time, let him, let him do his thing, and then come back and he's like a first team starter. Also, um, what did you think of Alioski today? Uh, well, uh, look, you know, I think we've thrown a few pelters at Alioski on this podcast, haven't we? He's, he's frustrated us. I've got to say, I thought today was his best game. Um, quite interestingly when Dallas went off um, he got moved to left back or else I think that's what it was because at one point yeah. we were empty on the left and went where's Alioski and he was like sitting in the middle of the pitch but I think he was essentially told to go left back and he, he I think he had a better game both offensively and defensively by playing there and that's happened before as well it seems when he's got more time on the ball like more, moving more forward in front of him as well. He does better. Yeah. Like his crosses were great. You know, he really yeah. picks them in. And by the way, I thought Harrison's crosses were great as well. I was yeah. worried about him after the first 25 minutes. Then he started pinging some in. But where I think is obvious now with this team, and we've chatted about the offensive three before, that is always where we're changing positions. We seem to be always adapting the offensive line of leads at the moment which is a suggestion surely that we are lacking and I'm saying it probably for the fourth time now in a row on the podcast I do think Tyler Roberts looks immense but man he, he I, I wish someone to tell him just to stay in the middle 
don't go out. We, we're really missing just someone in the middle. The amount of crosses that came in that weren't connected by someone. And I think that's what Bielsa does. He, he adapts. That's why Saeed is getting yanked. That There's something wrong with that final third momentum we have. We can ping it about. We keep possession great. We can create chances, you know, for a good part of the game. Um, although you could argue against Hull, Sheffield Wednesday, well no, Sheffield Wednesday, we pummeled them, but Hull and this game, we didn't create that that much. It's dropping back to which I've played a false nine. Yeah. Like, it's dropping back to which where we really need them up. I think that's where we're missing out Roof there. Yeah, Roof, Roof seemed to run down, like run through channels. He stayed up front and run through the channels rather than doing what Tyler's doing and coming back and how many times did Tyler get caught out today because like everyone overtook him he lost the ball because he had three people marked on him and then you know we were in trouble Alioski did well Jack Clark had a great debut also Pontus Janssen a 10 out of 10 performance referee not not so good oh, refer referee shouldn't be allowed to referee a game ever again to Leeds. Join the conversation on Twitter. Follow on Instagram at Lad to Leeds. Facebook. Search Lad to Leeds. about today because we're a fans podcast yeah so we kind of are trying to do this podcast in a context of not oh listen towards break down what happened in the game aren't we experts it's just to kind of hopefully connect with all those Leeds fans out there not not football pundits but Leeds fans who experience the same as us and share that that conversation and community experience and what will be talked about because it was on telly today and I've already heard on the radio as we kind of got in the car uh, or what we call our mobile studio uh, to come home was people talking about the Leeds fans in the south stand that threw missiles at the players, the Brentford players. As a young Leeds United fan, what was your feeling about that? Uh, I, I always hate it when, when we get scored against. Like, I mean, then I, I could understand why they were doing that. I mean, because it was totally like, oh, the referee, uh, he's like, uh, he, he's basically giving them that goal for free, pretty much. He's giving them that goal. So so it's understandable, but, I mean, you, sh you shouldn't be throwing, like, stuff in at people on the pitch. Absolutely not, never. You shouldn't do it. And, and in fact, I'm sure that one uh, of our own stewards got clocked by something if not one or two because I saw one of them getting either he was either getting help or getting covered I get the frustration you know we're all we can all be guilty of effing and jeffing but I don't know it just felt it, you know it felt a bit sad and archaic and I think something happened when Alioski went into the dugout I think a fan did something there 
look, I mean, no one loves Leeds United more than me, I'm telling you that now, but I, I just don't know, I see that and I felt disappointed that one of, you know, we're all brothers and sisters there. And you never want to see a brother and sister do anything stupid. Yeah, it was also uh, quite funny uh, on the Anson goal. So we had a, we had a couple of uh, people uh, do pitch invasion onto the pitch. Uh, yeah, but just, you shouldn't do that. I, I know. I know. You get yeah. banned. You get banned. Yeah, for life but for like, but I mean, we've scored in the 88th minute to get a draw. We're running onto the pitch to celebrate with the players for but a one-all for a one-all draw. Yeah. We're scoring in the eight. Yeah, but for a one-all draw, you think running on a pitch is, is worth doing? We haven't lost. Why not? Why not stay in your seat, cheer on your team to help them go one more octave level in noise to push them towards the finish line? And you never know if those fans were still in there screaming, that might have given Baker the bloody focus to put that header in right in the end to win two-one, which he should have done. Shouldn't have missed that. I love the fans going mental all the time. Yeah, I love that. that I mean, that, we've got I, the greatest fans. We are, we are the greatest fans. There's no better fans than Leeds fans. There really isn't. But that doesn't give us the excuse to put players in danger um, of anything, opposition or home, and that just ups risk. And also, it ups risk of fines for the club, which that money could be spent elsewhere. I don't know. I, look, it's it's. To, maybe that's what people should come in and comment. I'd love to know what, what they feel like about it. We we might be wrong. Maybe we're being all too goody two shoes. Well, I am. Maybe I'm being too goody two shoes. But I just, when I was a kid, right, in the 80s, I was dying to go to Ellen Road. And do you know what? This sounds like such an old man thing to say. But my dad wouldn't take me because he said it was too dangerous. He just wouldn't take me. And I'd hate for that to become a thing again you know at any football ground to be quite honest well, like, I mean it depends where you are in it like I mean like the east stand it's not bad it's not bad you have you have the you have the few people sometimes in there I mean the south stand uh, sometimes they do lose it a little I don't um, mind people losing it I don't mind people lose it but just don't put anyone in danger you know what I mean there was a, something on um, there was something on Facebook after the Sheffield Wednesday game, I think it was, and um, when we scored, Klitsch scored, Klitsch scored. Yeah, someone ripped a Some ripped chair, a chair out and threw it and, and bust the yeah. Leeds fans' head open. I mean, it's just a bit... I don't know, I don't know, man. I just think we, you know, vent, vent it because it's what makes us different. But, you know, I don't want this podcast to become what was meant to be a father-son podcast that... All the listeners see the the birth and the stages of a football hooligan being being born in the shape of lad. <laughs> well, you never know, yeah. My, no, my... no, 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 you <laughs> bloody won't be. I'll kick yeah. you. Next couple of games, so we do we do in fact have a um, international break. Nice. Then straight after. First game is against Blackburn, and then the second game is against Ipswich, and um, the third game Blackburn. is against Nottingham Forest. So, uh, Dad, what do you think? Uh, predictions for them, maybe? What do you reckon? Well, I've, I've got to say, 
I, I really am pleased it's the international break and I would never normally say that because I hate it when Leeds don't play on a weekend. I hate Friday night games and when, when it's international break because it means a Saturday and Sunday with no Leeds. But um, Blackburn, I mean, they just seem to be a good team again, don't they? So is it Blackburn away, did you say? Blackburn away. So, I mean, it's going to be tough. That will be a tough game. But the great thing about the international break is... Hope to God, Hernandez and Roof are back. And um, you know, Berardi. I mean, oh, well, well, Berardi could be perfectly timed because Ailing's been sent off yeah. again. Another thing that I feel the referee was waiting to do and, uh, to a lead player. But anyway, regardless, Berardi hopefully will be back and just slot straight into that position, um, which will be fantastic. Because I tell you what, Berardi's Berardi's no way getting back into that centre back. Uh, two. I mean, Cooper didn't have a great game today, did he? But um, I think Cooper and Janssen, uh, again, will probably you know make close to making team of the week. If not, it will be Janssen. It'll have to be. But uh, I think it'll be a tough game, but one that I expect us to win. I think we'll get there. It'll be tough. It's not going to be easy, despite it being little old Blackburn. I- I'm going to go 2-1. Fingers crossed. All of our main players that we need, the core players for our team, are back by the Blackburn game. Then the second... Roberts Roberts goes. Roberts goes to Wales. Uh, Who else? Janssen to Sweden. Sweden. But he might not go because he's having a kid, isn't he? Yeah. So he might get out of this. Um, Who else? A couple of uh, the Irish lads as well. Uh, Stuart Dallas and Peacock. Could we do Batty About Reading now? Batty Batty About Reading. This is where Lad comes and tells us a fact about Leeds' greatest player. Well, one of them, Mr David Batty. He's been reading his autobiography as part of his English homework because he was in a bit of trouble from his English teacher about the lack of reading he does. So I handed him... Bats' autobiography. What's a fact, lad? His best mates were Dave Bentley, a big, strong left-side midfielder who made his first-team debut at 16 in a West Yorkshire Cup match, and Vinnie Brocky, a tough boy from Scotland, as he describes him. Batty about reading. It is all about the fans, this podcast, and some people have been showing us some awesome support from the very beginning on all our social medias, at Lad to Leeds on Instagram and Twitter. Just search I Took My Lad to Leeds on Facebook. Facebook, we've got a page there. On Twitter, we have at Svena, S-V-E-I-N-A 23, uh, from Norway, one of our first listeners and flew over to the game today. Yeah, nice. At L-U-F-C Deck, at Gaza 1466, at Farney Whites, uh, at Shergar underscore 1964 Shergar spell S H E R G A R underscore 1964 and at Leeds United underscore mad. Uh, their website is Leeds United dash mad dot co dot UK. And some Instagram shouts are at L U F C M O T 1919 at Stuart Barry 123. At Timabay Fitness, I think that's how you pronounce yeah, spell it. Spell Timabay. He's uh, a big supporter. It's at Timabay Fitness. T I M A B E Y I E Fitness. At FIFA nineteen dot official. At Cody nineteen eight eight eight. At Ciaran Maher. 
I think that's Ke- I think that's Kieran. I'm not sure. Really sorry if we haven't got it right, but that's C I A R A N M A H E double R. So uh, there today's lad shouts for today. We're probably not going to be top of the league. We haven't checked. Like I say, we're, we're mobile studio. All games have just kicked off. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll know by the end of the day. But even if we're not, for me, I'm still happy with that. You know, to come back one all. Um, the burger and bacon and cheeseburger we had was immense outside the ground. We haven't tried to cater in in there, but it was a big grill just outside the, the peacock that we went to. How, what would you rate that burger out of? Let's give it a solid nine. A solid nine, I'm with you. Put a nice little bit of mustard on it, uh, red sauce. It did kind of come with a bit of heartburn, but I think that might just be my mustard distribution. But yeah, the grills just directly outside the peacock is on top form, guys. Look out for it there. Uh, thanks loads. Uh, all leads, aren't we? All leads, aren't we? Bye. <laughs> took my lad to Leeds. Join the conversation on Twitter. Follow on Instagram at lad to leads Facebook. Search lad to leads